Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of The Dig. As always, I'm Cam Macariola. Alongside me is Sam Goldberg. Sam, how you doing today? I'm doing I'm doing okay. Uh, kind of a disappointing weekend for Robert Morris after the uh, week-long break that they had to mentally reset and recharge. Uh, I really expected them to be competitive in these matches, potentially go to five sets, or maybe at least win one, and none of that happened. They got 3-0 swept both matches, which uh, I, I I felt kind of surprised by this by by these results. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, taking a look here at the IUPUI game, I guess like to pull some positives from it. Ten blocks, season high for the Colonials. Uh, competitive first set, and then, uh, I mean, I mean, granted, I mean, granted, Robert Morris is one of the least, yeah, one of the least undersized teams in the Horizon League right now. It's it's been a hard transition for this team from the NEC, where they were a powerhouse, to the Horizon, and. The the thing the thing about it is that it, it's tough. It's tough to lose. It's it's tough to lose a lot in a row, and then to mentally prepare and try and win again. It's tough. Yeah, as you alluded to um, last episode, we were talking about how we we were really anticipating this weekend, and um, some of our predictions. I know mine was that I. I I thought we would get a couple of uh, fifth-round sets, uh, some hard-fought victories or games for the Colonials. Um, it didn't go that way in their favor as IUP, you said, won three sets to none. First set, 25-22. Second set, 25-18. And third set, 25-14. Won a big glaring number in the team comparisons is the kills where IUPUI had 44 to RMU's 27. IUPUI moves to 1-5 in Horizon League play, picking up their first conference win. We'll look at some of the Robert Morris leaders. We had Rosina Esposito with six kills, alongside Natalie Stepanovich with the same amount, and Emma Brown with five. The And the, the, the biggest thing for this Robert Morris team that, that, has, that hasn't been great for them all year has just been the hit percentage. I mean, it's it's barely over that ten percent mark, pretty much every match. I mean, you get a you get a really good set like set two with the twenty two percent hit percentage, but then what we've seen consistently is the point oh three point oh five like those types of hitting percentages in in sets and and again, granted, it is a tough transition from the NEC to the Horizon League because there are a couple of powerhouses in. In the Horizon League, in Horizon League volleyball, but uh, I mean, granted, this is still a super young team. I mean, they have two incredible stars in the making, in Stepanovich and Erich. So, but uh, to say, uh, I mean, after after this weekend, though, I I'm still stunned. Is the word I'll use for? Because I expected 
Robert Morris to potentially take one, maybe two this weekend. But just seeing this result, just seeing these two results from this past weekend were just kind of surprising to me because this team has played really well against some of the powerhouse teams. Like the first game against Wright State. Yeah. That, that was a really good game by the team. And uh, like, I don't I, – I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to speak for, because I'm not, I'm not an athlete. I'm just a person co-hosting a co-hosting <laughs> a radio show. Like losing, like playing, like playing the game is tough. But I really feel like this was the opportunity for Robert Morris to get a couple of wins. Yeah. On the season, just especially how they've played against Wright State, against Milwaukee. Uh, against, against West Virginia, uh, against the, the, West, these, against West Virginia, like were there. I just, I, it's I, rough. I'm, I'm just really, I, I, I'm just really stunned by the results of this weekend. Yeah, and uh, the, we'll go into the second game now, where the same result, a three to nothing, uh, set sweep by Purdue Fort Wayne, the Mastodons. Uh, they moved to two and five in a Horizon League play. They took the first set 25-18, second set 25-12, and third set 25-16. And the team comparisons were um, quite in favor of Purdue-Fort Wayne. We have 46 kills to 31, five aces to the Colonials one, 12 blocks to the Colonials one. Just some... Uh, con- Controlling numbers by Purdue Fort Wayne. You just look at the hit percentage too. I mean Purdue Fort Wayne, fifty three percent in in set one. Uh, thirty eight percent in set two, and then thirty five. I mean, f- overall a forty two percent hitting mm-hmm. percentage. Yeah. I mean, there's a glaring difference there from Robert Morris's twelve percent. Yeah, and uh, looking at this, Pana Ratke. Man, names are so difficult. Uh, leading the way for Purdue-Fort Wayne with an absurd 20 kills on the day. Um, that the, the next closest on the team was eight. Um, so she took control of that game and secured the victory for the Mastodons. Um, not much else with that game. We'll kind of just scratch that off. And uh, we'll talk about something else on Sunday. Uh, the Colonials did return home and uh, uh, went to join the uh, women's hockey team. Uh, we're out supporting the Colonials opening weekend. Uh, couldn't be there for the first night. But the team came out, showed their support for the women's a uh, six to four victory over Saint Ans- Anselm. I think it's Anselm. I've heard because a it's lot because of it's A N S E L M. I think it's uh, Anselm. Yeah, but um, Danny Doherty rocking a sick sweater. I love that CHA sweater. That looks so cool. It's their like original jersey of the program with the 
old old Robert Morris. I think he was wearing that. He wore the, it to a game. Yes, I, th- I think he. I think he wore it on the um, uh, green. The, green. It was either Milwaukee or Green Bay when I believe it was Green. I think it was Milwaukee's no, no, Milwaukee. game because yeah, that's yes. when they played. Because that was College. the first. Yep. That was the first night of the Union game. During the second game is when uh, they won in overtime. I got the chance to have uh, the women's hockey game on while in the crowd watching the volleyball game. Very entertaining but, match. Uh, switching gears back here to to volleyball, they have one match to look forward to uh, this week on Friday. Oh, excuse me, October thirteenth, where they will play Youngstown State for the first time this season. Uh, you play every team twice in the Horizon League. A little bit of history between Youngstown State and Robert Morris. All-time 18 matches. Robert Morris 5-13 and 13 against Youngstown State. Uh, Youngstown State winners of the last three matches. Uh, last win for Robert Morris coming back on October 8th of 2021 where they won three sets to two. I don't uh, I I cautiously I I don't I this uh, with how things have gone this season I feel like Robert Morris plays better at home. Yes, but then again but so. but then their win came against Cleveland State on, on the, the road. road. Yeah. So it's kind of real it's really hit or miss. Not uh, not hit or miss but like uh, I don't I don't know what's going on in the locker room. They're could be something there that that we don't know what's happening, uh, but this this season's been interesting for the volleyball team because they've they've had some sets where they've looked like that they could compete for the Horizon League title, and then they've had some sets where it's it looked like last season. So it, it's just a matter of finding that middle ground, I would say. Because looking at uh, Youngstown State's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, season, they're seven and twelve overall, two and six in conference play. They are coming off of a three-two loss to IUPUI. Okay. Uh, and then they beat Purdue Fort Wayne before that, three sets to one. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up those stats, but this room that we're recording has absolutely no connection for some reason. <laughs> so, with with this information presented, uh, I think because Robert Morris is at home, I feel like they play a little bit better at home. I don't know if it has something to do with the home, with uh, the court that they play on or just kind of like they feel more comfortable at home. But I like Robert Morris in this one. I feel like if they play the way that they played Wright State, Milwaukee, Green Bay. I feel like they can pick up their second win on the uh, take two in conference <laughs> in Horizon League play. Yeah, but I, I I I'm still I'm still at a loss for words for the results of this past weekend because I know this team can do great things. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them win sets against some of the top Horizon League teams. They they took one on the road against Cleveland State. I've seen this team do great things. It's just about putting it all together, and I'm I just uh, I just don't know how to feel about uh, 
this past weekend's results of two 3-0 sweeps by Purdue Fort Wayne and IUPUI. Yeah, looking at um, Youngstown, they are a pretty offensive heavy team looking at it with uh, four of their players over 100 uh, kills on the season, um, led by Jasmine Vergara with 203 averaging a 3.5 points per set, 227.5 points. And then on defensive, you have Julia Sell leading the way in blocks with 79 blocks. So it's going to be some tough competition for the Colonials. And touching and touching on something that you said, I know you said they're an offensive team. Their defense has really hurt them this season. They nearly averaged two errors per set. Uh, they have 145 total errors on the season. They they average nearly 12 kills a game, nearing that 900 mark in kills. Uh, their hit percentage isn't the greatest, only at 18% on the season. And however, Diggs, they they it's their one good part of the, about their defense, nearly averaging 16 digs a set. Quickly approaching that 1,200 mark. Also averaging two blocks per set. And 32 of those blocks were solo blocks. Yeah, so some RMU volleyball action this weekend. Friday at 6 o'clock. I, uh, I lost it. But one more, one more, one oh, more thing. Can... Yeah, sorry. Uh <laughs> They're giving up a ton of more, a ton more kills than than what they have done. They're nearly giving up thirteen kill. They're giving up thirteen kills a set. Uh, opponents' hit percentage is nearly twenty. So uh, their defense has struggled in that department. Uh, and then also, uh, it seems that opponents have been uh, really. Are a little bit better in the serving department. Uh, nearly two aces a set is what Youngstown State is giving up Colonials to their opponents. Have, uh, early in the season, they were really good at getting a couple of aces. So really good serves, almost like uh, my uh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> the Chick-fil-A. Oh, no, yeah. Hey, you weren't as bad as Jordan. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan, oh, man. Jordan almost hit Coach Doherty, which was yeah. quite funny. I mean, it was it came awfully close. I know um I know Rob said after uh Rob Goodman was like um after my first serve, he's like, You already you can't be worse than yesterday. You just gotta get it over the net. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, that was pretty funny. Um Uh so just to uh just Really quickly here, looking one more look at Youngstown State. Just a couple of players to watch for uh, for Youngstown State. Uh, you definitely got to watch out for. Probably, I would argue their star player is Jasmine Vergara. Uh, has 227 points to her name. 203 kills, averages three kills a set. Has a hit percentage of 19 percent. And does have a couple of aces on the season as well. And then somebody else you have to watch out for is Abby Householder. 236 points on the season. 198 kills. 
to her name. That's as a dope name. Well. Not gonna lie, <laughs> householder. I would have. Yeah, that's, that's, that's. I would agree. That's going up there and. It's not as names. cool as Stepanovich though. Stepanovich is a good name. <laughs> my, my my favorite name all time that I've heard is uh, Iron Cloud or Von Savage. Those are two names that I last names that I've heard. Those are some cool last names. <laughs> but <laughs> Householder uh, is a good last name. But you'll catch Householder and Youngstown taking on Stepanovich and the Colonials at the UPMC Event Center on Friday at six o'clock. Goldberg and I should be there. I will not. I will oh, be. Oh, you're going home. That's yeah, right. I will be on a plane. Actually, I'll already be home, but uh, it's going to be my dad's 50th birthday. Well, I don't. Well, I don't want to like. I, I hope he doesn't listen to this because like. Oh. Yeah, because it is his surprise 50th birthday well, party. Ju- but I don't know. It's make fine. sure he doesn't listen. Yeah, to I'm this. not going to post this on. So, no, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will be home celebrating my dad's birthday. Well, happy birthday to him. Enjoy your time at home. I will be at the event center watching. I probably, I probably will else. watch though, as the match is on ESPN Plus because I. I watch every I watch I'm I'm a colonial fanatic. I watch every single sport in its entirety. Yes. So join me at the UPMC Event Center on Friday where we can catch some RMU volleyball against Youngstown State and for everything RMU volleyball check out Colonial Sports Network where we cover previews, recaps of games, and a couple of feature stories hopefully coming soon. But for the dig, I have been Cam Cariola, and alongside me was Sam Goldberg. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time.